Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to Black Women Amplified, the podcast. Your host, Monica Wisdom Tyson, brings you downloadable conversations that matter to women around the globe. We discuss all things black girl magic, amplify our voices, and transform our challenges into triumphs. Monica calls on her league of extraordinary women to push our boundaries, share their expertise, and stories of personal transformation. Welcome your host of Black Women Amplified, Monica Wisdom Tyson. Hello, Black Women Amplified family. It is your girl, Monica Wisdom, and I am so excited to be with you today. If you catch my little cough, don't worry about it. I'm getting over a flu, I think. (laughs) So my voice is slowly coming back, but I had to come and talk to you. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. People are giving me great feedback about the interviews as well as the solo shows. We've had some great people, including Tanya Pinkins. If you have not heard her interview or her conversation with me, please go back and listen from beginning to end. She is insightful, smart, witty, and so honest. I loved it. Also, we talked to, who just got released, part one, part two, Cassandra Anthony, who is a global educator. She has educated kids all over the world. And we talk about our experience at Burning Man. I went in 2012 and she went in 2022. And Burning Man is a festival. They call it an experiment. I call it a festival that happens once a year in Nevada. So yeah, your girl, your prissy, bougie girl was out in the middle of a lake bed with dust and shenanigans. (laughs) So it was the first time I was able to talk to another Black girl about the experience. Because when I went, I was one of very few Black women who were on the playa, as they call it. So it was interesting to see how the push for diversity, true diversity, has happened and the Black women who have pushed for it. And so anyway, we had a great conversation and it is up on Apple Podcasts now or iHeartRadio, Google, Good Pods, wherever you listen to your podcast. Wherever you're listening to me now, head on over and listen to our previous episodes. We also have author Jane Allen. I had Jennifer Arnold, who's a person who is a violist. And she told a remarkable story about her journey in the world of the symphony. That is a great, all of them are great. I mean, Shay Wafer, Latrice Elzey, all of them have had incredible, remarkable journeys. And the one thing that I am clear about with this podcast is I'm going to uncover as many hidden figures as I can find to bring to you so, you so that you can hear their stories One, their remarkable journeys, and two, to be inspired about sharing your story. Because as I always say, sharing your story empowers the world. Because it's important that as we build our legacies, that people know that we were here. Not just the people that we love, but the people of the world. That's why I loved, inspired by Henry Louis Gates' work of finding people's histories and legacies. And he has very few clues about how to piece people's families together. But with technology, we have the ability to ask each other questions and record it 
or write it down to leave a footprint on this planet. So that's why I'm always saying, tell your story, tell your story, tell your story. It might not seem like a big deal to you, but Maya Angelou's story at the time when she was living it did not seem like a big deal to her. But now we all reach for her wisdom and journey to inspire each of us and to know that we can come from a certain level of life and evolve into much greater things. And that is what we all thrive to do. I'm also excited to be with you today because I have was accepted into a mastermind, a podcasting mastermind. So I'm on week two and I can't wait to implement all of the things that I'm learning on this podcast because my goal is to get on the Oprah Winfrey Podcast Network or iHeartRadio Podcast Network or Apple Podcasts, one of the big guys. So that's my true goal in developing and working on this as hard as I am to make sure I bring out quality, 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 and something that you want to hear. Now, speaking of women and hidden figures, I want to start bringing you some hidden figures that I discovered that I get inspired by because there are a lot of Black women out there that we've never really heard of. We hear the same names over and over again, but truly as the journey of America has built itself, and I put this out here because people are trying to remove our history from the schools. And I am so passionate about that not happening that I'm going to give a little history every week that I'm speaking on this podcast. And this woman's name is Lydia Newman. Now check this out. Who knew this? Lydia Newman created the synthetic brush. So you know the brush that we use to pull down our baby hairs and to slick up our kitchen in the back? The nylon brushes that we had as a kid that were really hard? A black woman invented that. And not only did she invent it, she has the patent on it. Her name is Lida, I'm calling her Lydia, Lida, L-Y-D-A-D Newman. And she has the patent and invented the nylon brush, the synthetic brush, which changed the game for hygiene when it comes to brushes. Because remember, the old brushes were these little tightly fit bore bristle brushes that you could barely clean. Even the ones they use now, you can barely clean it. But anyway, that's who she is. That's what she did. And this is our hidden figure moment. I also wanted to tell you all about my latest project. People are like, Monica, what are you doing now? Here's what I'm doing. One of my favorite things, we know that I am on sabbatical from doing hair. And I have been for the last few months. But what I realized when I broke down what I enjoyed most Even though I'm a fire hairstylist, and I say that with all confidence, colorist, cutting, styling, I'm excellent at it. But what I love most about what I did with my job was the conversations that I had with women. Deep conversations about life, about their journey, and any questions that they had about what should I do next. I surprisingly, behind my chair, advised a lot of women And so I'm creating a company where I do that, minus the hair. And yes, I've taken coaching classes. I was a global educator for hair care companies. So I'm very proficient at giving workshops and seminars and classes. 
And these are things that I did not just for one year, two years, for 12 years of my life I did that. I worked behind the chair, plus I worked for two major hair care companies. So in the evolution of all of my knowledge and all of my gifts and all of my talents, what I'm most passionate about is helping women fall in love with themselves and live their best lives. And so I'm putting all of that under the one package called Glow and Grow Coaching. So with the Glow and Grow Coaching, I will be giving masterclasses, workshops, online, offline, and we'll have a private Facebook group. We'll have courses for sale. I also have journals and workbooks that I've developed to help people enhance their lives. Because I think in all of this darkness, one thing that Black women need is sparks of light to keep us going. Because what hurts me most is when Black women don't see their magnificence. And I'm speaking to myself because for a long time, I didn't see mine. I didn't feel worthy. I didn't have the esteem that I have now. I didn't have the confidence that I have now. But what I understand to be true is that we are special. We are so unique and special that people literally pay a lot of money to look like us. Black women, indigenous women, women of color, there are people around the world who spend lots of money to look like us. What does that say? We are the bomb.com. So again, I've packaged that up. You can check out the website. It is up. I built it myself. I'm really proud of that. I have taught myself how to build websites. Can you believe it? The most non-techie chick in the world. So if you go to Glow and Grow coaching.com, you can check out my work. And please give me feedback and let me know what you want me to talk about, what you want me to focus on. And I know my clients that are listening say, like, I want you to get back behind that chair. And who knows what the future will bring. But right now, I'm focused on this because one thing I know for sure is that God built me to help change the world. And so that's what I'm focused on right now. The other thing I want to talk about is I want to give you all three ways. Like I said, I want people to fall in love with themselves. Three ways to treat yourself special and to really fall in love with who you are. Because I was watching The View today and they gave the stats on young people who are self-harming. They said it is up an enormous percentage And I think a lot of that has to do with social media, with how we scroll and think other people's lives are better than ours, how we look at people and we think they're prettier than us. And we're just simply looking at a highlight reel, right? We're not looking at, you know, if you're, for instance, me being in the beauty industry, I know that when you open up a picture in a magazine, that is literally months of work that has happened with that one photograph. And that girl in that picture did not even look like that at the photo shoot. And she certainly didn't look like that when she walked in the door because I've worked on shoots that people have, that company have have spent. I think the most expensive photo shoot I worked on, they spent, it was for a record label. They were mad because they were over budget. It was Atlantic Records. And I think they spent $150,000 for one photo shoot. And the photographer was paid $80,000. I was paid nicely, but nowhere near (laughs) $80,000. 
I should have bought a camera then and just taken over his job. But anyway, so I know the process that's behind the scenes when you do these photo shoots. And a lot of these influencers and people that you see online, they have a whole production team. They're not just sitting home taking a selfie like you. They literally have lighting, a stylist, a makeup artist, a hairstylist, a wardrobe person, and then they have the photographer and then they have a or a camera person. And then they have their computer people that go in and Photoshop everything to make everything perfect. That is just the reality of what you don't see behind the camera. Even the girls who just seem like, oh, I'm just easy breezy today. They might have gone to the mall and got their makeup done or they, they have learned how to do their own makeup. And if you see behind their camera, there's lighting everywhere and lighting can cover up a bunch of flaws. Trust me. So I wanted to give you all, you know, to walk away with three ways to fall in love with yourself. One way is to treat yourself the way you want others to treat you. We as women are always so focused on how we treat others. We want to treat others with love and respect and honor. We have to give the same thing to ourselves. So it's important that we look in the mirror and say, I love you, I honor you, I trust you, and I think you're magnificent. Just like we would say to a girlfriend who's down on her luck. We have to say that to ourselves every single day because the world is inundating us with messages that say other, right? So when you look past all that the matrix is putting in front of us, you have to be able to see your own magnificence. And another thing you want to do is spend time with people who treat you really well and bring out the best in you and who really, really appreciate you and who is also reciprocal. So if you're in a friendship where you're the only one giving, you're the only one texting, you're the only one calling, you're the only one sharing, then it's off balance and you're not getting fed the way that you're feeding others. So it's important that you... You know how toddlers are ready to eat and they open up their mouth? You need to open your mouth, open your heart, open your mind to receiving. And if the people around you are not doing that for you, then you need to look at yourself and say, why am I allowing this? And two, really, really, really ask yourself, is this my friend? And then the third thing is it's important. And I have not done it for years. I remember I always send, I have a group of people who are like much smarter than me, who I send my information to and say, hey, can you read this over for me and let me know how it is? And my best friend of over 30 years, I sent her my resume and my um, bio. And she was like, girl, I didn't know you did all of this. You never talk about it. I was like, well, I was just working. It's not a big deal to me. She's like, girl. You've worked with the Isley Brothers? Well, yeah. Girl, you wrote in a magazine with T.D. Jakes? Uh, yes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, what's the big deal? Like, doesn't everybody do that? And she's like, no. So the point is, is that every accomplishment that we have is very important. Here's two reasons why it's important. One, you are meeting your goals and you are building your legacy. And two, it's just been a generation that we have been allowed to do the things that we're doing now. 
So not only are you celebrating for yourself, but you're celebrating for the people who weren't allowed to do it in a previous generation. The Civil Rights Act has only been enacted fully since 1968, between 1968 and 1965, when those three acts were penned and put into law. That's not that long ago. That's not that long ago. Many of us, I don't, but many people still have their grandparents who grew up in Jim Crow. Many people still have their parents who grew up in Jim Crow. We didn't. Our Generation X is the first generation that didn't. And so if you're listening to me and you're Generation X, you got to celebrate that because it has been generations that pushed for us to be able to get these awards and certificates and graduate degrees and open up these businesses, right? This is new for the Black community. This is very, very new. So it's important not to just celebrate for yourself, but to thank and honor the people that push it forward. Oh, I'm so excited to be back on this mic. (laughs) I love doing interviews and I have a couple of interviews coming up that two are in the can and I've got about three or four more scheduled and we'll be scheduling more. But I have Rain Keese, who's the owner of Sweet Art Bakery, and she has a product called Love and Magic Mixes, which are gluten-free. Oh, don't, don't let me say. I know she has a gluten-free brownie, but products that you can make treats at home. And then I also have Cherie Williams coming up, who is the publisher of Noir Cuisine magazine. She's phenomenal. Both of these women are in the food world. They've been doing this for 14 years. And I can't wait for you to hear our conversations because the challenges, the struggles to put themselves out there and to still be in business is Black Girl Magic. So ladies and the men who love us, thank you so much for listening to the Black Women Amplified podcast. Don't forget to follow and subscribe so that you get notices every time a new episode comes up. Also, please go to glowandgrowcoaching.com and check out my new website, check out my new business. And also I'll have information in the show notes where you can join our private Facebook group where I'm going to be doing some master classes about teaching us how to fall in love with ourselves and to live our best lives. So thank you for listening, sending you love and light, and thank you again for supporting the Black Women Amplified podcast. Thank you for listening to Black Women Amplified. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to subscribe and log on to blackwomenamplified.com for more information. Keep shining. Keep shining.